A farmer disguised himself as a woman to sneak into a cemetery and deface the grave of his nemesis. A bride's mother's kicked out of a wedding after delivering a hateful speech mentioning her daughter's crappy apartment and her gross medical issues. And see-through public toilets have been installed in Tokyo parks. These are the weird stories for Wednesday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. Happy to be here. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Oh, yeah. Let's deliver some weird news from around the world, shall we? (sighs) Yeah. Yay! Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A farmer disguised himself as a woman and snuck into a cemetery to deface the grave of his longtime nemesis using dead animal carcasses, the police say. (laughs) That's the actual title of this article. Unbelievable. Arkansas. I, I was making fun of Arkansas last week, I believe. A farmer in Arkansas. The farmer was arrested. He was accused of what? Well, defacing graves. You know how those Arkansas farmers can be. Who's grave? Well, his former neighbor, longtime nemesis. Oh, boy. You know how they have those those Arkansas spats. You stepped on my property. <laughs> Are you looking at my chickens there? Uh, how did he deface the grave, though? Are you wondering? Did he just bring some spray paint and spray something vile on the grave? Was he like, boo, I'm glad you're gone, nemesis? No, no, no. He defaced his neighbor's grave with animal carcasses. I guess he just threw animal carcasses on top of them or laid them across the graves. I don't know how you deface with animal carcasses. Did you rip out the entrails and smear them on the face of the stone, did you, Arkansas farmer? Who is this guy, anyways, this degenerate? Joseph Stroud, age 78. You're 78 years old, defacing graves? Dude, just lay down and die, really. You're really holding grudges at 78? I mean, I'm lucky if I can just masturbate at 78. I'd be, I mean, I mean there's going to be real problems at 78. It's not going to, it's going to be no spare time to be defacing graves. That's not going to be a concern of mine. I'm going to be afraid to drink coffee. Uh, why, Jonesy? I don't know. By then, my doctor will be like, no more caffeine for you. I guarantee you. My liver will be just totally black from espresso. Joseph Stroud, <laughs> as we get back onto onto the tracks here, age 78, disguised himself as a woman when he visited the grave of Fred McKinney. Why a woman, you silly man? Joseph Stroud. Yeah, no one will see me deface the grave with animal carcasses. I'm dressed as a woman. They can't possibly see me lug this dead deer in. (laughs) Not when I'm dressed as a woman. (laughs) And if they catch me pulling on this dead zebra into the cemetery, I'll just say, hey, I'm a woman and I'll run away. They'll never know. Uh, What happened here? This is in Benton County, Arkansas, in case you're keeping score at home. McKinney's granddaughter, Shannon, told the police that she started finding dead animals at her, at a, the grave of, her, of Fred, her grandpa, in May. These dead animals continued. By July, the family reported 16 total incidents. 16 dead animals had been found at the grave. What's wrong with you? Goodness, Joseph Stroud, you're disgusting. At first, they thought it was just a coincidence. Coincidence, really? That's a big word for somebody from Arkansas. But really, that's the quote. 
They thought it was just a coincidence, and then they thought maybe the animals was consuming the fake floral and dying. Floral? You use the word floral, you Arkansas person? I'm very impressed here by this vocabulary. This Arkansas person has an edumacation. Uh, continue with the quote from the <laughs> Arkansas individual. It's the granddaughter. The animals were consuming the fake floral and they were dying on top of the grave, I thought. Well, when they began finding more dead animals, they realized it wasn't just coincidences no more. Someone was placing the dead animals there purposefully. Prosecutors said the family has probable cause. The family eventually, this is what they did. Check it out. They put cameras up near the grave with the cemetery's permission. Eventually, they recorded someone walking to the grave wearing a teal windbreaker, a woman's wig, sunglasses, Police say the suspect is 78-year-old Stroud. Well, damn you, Stroud. You really crossed the line now. <laughs> the police followed up on this tip and the video footage. They found blood-soaked towel at the home of Stroud. <laughs> That's probable cause. They arrested him. It had animal blood and guts on the damn towel, apparently. The granddaughter told the police that Stroud and her grandpa shared a land boundary for several years. Of course they shared a land boundary. That's how these these Arkansas spats begin. You get off my property! Here's a quote from the granddaughter. Joseph and Fred never got along with each other. There was even a lawsuit between them. She, she thought Joseph actually had lost um, to her grandpa. So Joseph was probably holding a grudge. Yeah, he was. And he's out of his mind, this person. I mean, what do you do? He's 78 years old, though. I'm, he's probably going to really not do any jail time. He's just going to play it off for being old. You know how old people do it. They're just like, I can't. I don't know. I'm old. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm old. Yes, I know I'm stealing booze. I just can't help myself. I'm old. I don't know what's going on. I got some animal carcasses. I put them on the grave of Fred. I don't know. I'm old. I don't know what I'm doing with this wig on and the teal windbreaker. I'm just an old person. Innocent. A bride's mother is kicked out of the wedding after delivering a speech mocking her crappy apartment and her pathetic medical issues. <laughs> Who is this mother? She's awful. Why was she invited to the wedding? And why are you having a wedding in the middle of a pandemic? This seems awful. The article begins by saying mothers of the bride can sometimes be a handful. But this mother took it to a whole new level. A bride recently posted online about how her mother gave a vicious speech at her wedding. This led the groomsmen to ask her mother to leave the damn reception. Why don't you get out of here, lady? You're ruining our special day. The bride explained on the post that she initially didn't feel very comfortable allowing her mother to speak at the wedding because of their, quote, strained relationship. <laughs> yeah, well, you made a mistake of letting her speak. I have to blame you at this point. It's the bride's fault, clearly. I ultimately let her speak, hoping she would just deliver the same fluff about gaining a son that, that she did at my sister's wedding. Of course, my sister told me only after the events of, of this post that she pre-approved the entire speech. Your sister pre-approved the speech? The mother asshole speech? Your sister pre-approved it? No, your sister doesn't like you either. What is going on? Did they just sabotage your wedding? I don't understand. Your, your family's awful. Is this Florida? I can't believe it's not Friday. According to the bride's Facebook post, the mother insulted the bride's appearance, her, quote, shitty apartment, and her gross medical issues. What are her gross medical issues? 
That's very personal and awful. You shouldn't tell. You can't tell that to everybody. The in-laws are there. Hello. You don't want them all to know that she has gross medical issues, whatever those might be. Each time she paused to let a joke land, there was silence. My husband and wedding party stared at me, frozen, waiting for my cue on how to react to all of this. Everybody stayed seated until her, until her bit about how I, how I am damaged goods, referring to a time when I was 19, I had a bad date, and the guy harassed me for over a year afterward. It wasn't my fault. It seriously impacted my mental health, and I dropped out of college, though. It's painful to even think about or talk about. I can't believe she brought it up during my wedding. <laughs> this poor woman. At that point, one of the groomsmen took the impetus, went up, snatched the mic away from the mother, and the groom took the bride to the patio for drinks. <laughs> there you go. Come on, honey. Let's go outside. Can we get some shots from my bride? She's just been humiliated on the uh, what's supposed to be the best day of her life, unfortunately. <laughs> they asked the band to play as a distraction. Eventually, the bride got back, in, back into the reception, had a pretty good time, though she said she didn't see her mother one time. I found out the next day that the groomsmen had not only stopped her speech, they made her leave the wedding. They didn't tell me because I would be too worried about the fallout to enjoy the party, and I had already declared that I would avoid her all night. How do you avoid your mother at your wedding, though? I mean, that just seems very ambitious. You know, I mean, I, does your wedding have a, 1,200 people? I mean, how are you going to avoid your mother? There's a thing called the dance floor. It's a community event. The drama apparently continued for the bride, who said she still hasn't heard the end of it. My mother says I humiliated her. <laughs> my family says that I should have just prepared myself because I know how she is. They say I was wrong to deprive a mother of her daughter's wedding. What, what is she talking about here? At first I was certain that her leaving was justified. Now I feel like I should have expected the speech and warned the wedding party early to just grin and bear it. No, no, you don't need to do that. You just don't let your mother speak at this wedding. I think that's what's going on here. You just tell her. Well, it's too late now. The damage has been done. These are very sensitive things, though, these speeches at weddings. Usually the biggest issue is the person's just talking way too long. You know, you're just sitting there like, wow, dude, really? You're going to – really? We're going to start at grade school for the groom? I got to hear these stories about him catching snakes with you in the backyard? Wow, this is the most boring thing ever. And, you know, the person making the speech, usually it's the best man, thinks he's a comedian all the time just and just goes on way too long. Am I, am I out of line here? This is just my experience. I'm I'm seeing trends and I'm pointing it out. Crazy shit can happen at weddings because people are getting wasted. This is the problem. Uh, I've witnessed some shenanigans for sure. For sure. My family's a little trashy, so we had one year where the uh, was it what somebody grabbed the bride's mother's ass on the dance floor, and then her husband came and knocked the dude out on the dance floor. It was it was pretty crazy. That was a fun. That was fun. I was a child. Uh, I was like, is this what weddings are always like? Wow. <laughs> More malt liquor. Uh, <laughs> call the show. Do you have a strange, crazy-ass wedding story? 646-450-2012. See-through toilets have been installed in Tokyo Parks, Japan. One of Tokyo's most popular districts has recently added some unusual new attractions for all of us to enjoy. Transparent public toilets. How is this legal? Designed by Shigeru Ban Architects. Uh, new sets of see-through restrooms have been installed in Shibuya. 
the bustling city center, famous for its busy pedestrian crossing. Yes, I was visiting uh, Japan earlier in the year in Tokyo. In fact, I got a photo in Shibuya. It's a famous crossing. I stood in the middle of the pedestrian crossing, took my photo, and then I took a dump in the see-through restroom. (laughs) Just kidding. No, they didn't have such a thing. And by the way, if you're taking a dump in the see-through restroom, you shall be arrested. Although, no, maybe not. I mean, it's not your fault that the restrooms are see-through. And this is the idea that they had for the public to install them. Though the restrooms sound risque, they're actually part of an innovative project aimed at changing people's perceptions of public toilets. Oh, yeah, we want to change people's perceptions of public toilets. Yes, we want people to view it as it's okay to just take a dump outside with everybody watching. That's the new... That's that's the new attitude we want surrounding public toilets. We want to make it so it's like I'm watching a homeless person pee on the sidewalk, but the, but they're not homeless; they're real people doing this. <laughs> we want to change that perception, make it okay for everybody just to urinate and crap while everybody can see you. That's what we're after here. <laughs> this is this is so dumb. I don't understand how this could even go. There's a statement from the project's official website, TokyoToilet.jp. There are two things we worry about when entering a public restroom, especially those located inside a park. The first is cleanliness. The second is whether anyone is inside. Oh, so you think because you can see inside that no one's in there, that solves the problem? This is ridiculous. The designers tackled these concerns by offering a toilet with glass walls that, at first, allows the public to see through from the outside. But once a user enters the toilet and locks the door, the walls turn opaque to provide privacy. Oh, I was wrong the whole time. I thought they could all watch you poop. (laughs) I thought they remained transparent. I should have known better. It is Japan after all. uh, But they're weird, man. They're so weird. Japan is weird. They have very strange vending machines, like vending machines that you can buy, like dog toys and women's underwear used. Very strange. How would you know that, Jonesy? I have no idea. Stop accusing me. Here's some more quotes here. This this allows the users, the way we have it set up, to check the cleanliness, whether anyone is using the toilet from the outside. At night, the facility lights up the park like a beautiful lantern. It's a beautiful toilet lantern. Ta-da! <laughs> These toilet facilities are impressively clean, word on the street is. A mix of gleaming white and chrome. Yes, all toilets are very clean in Asia, it seems. At least that was my experience. And by the way, the toilets in Japan are super, super high tech. This one probably uh, it washes your butthole if you need it. Plays music. They uh, they often play white noise if you want uh, to camouflage your uh, you know your business in there. They uh, the seats light up. They they're heated. They're amazing. They're absolutely amazing, and we should have them in the U.S. I don't know why we don't just bring all the Japanese toilets here. Why should Japan get all the best toilets? Why not us? Part of the thrill of this one is that once you're inside the see-through toilet, you can't tell if the glass is frosted or not. Ha <laughs> ha, what a thrill. <laughs> you don't know if people can see you pee. The walls between the compartments have mirrors installed, adding to the weird feeling of being on display. Ooh. This means it's incredibly important to remember to secure the door lock, which is located well below the handle. During our visit, one person presumably did indeed forget to lock it, stirring laughter among those outside. (laughs) Both park facilities include a woman's toilet, a men's toilet, and a multi-use toilet. Apparently, this all comes about because uh, the use of public toilets in Japan is limited because of stereotypes that these public toilets are dark, dirty, smelly, and scary places. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, have you have you been to a public restroom in the U.S.? You dummies, you'll never think that again over there. Your bathrooms are like so spotless compared to what we're dealing with over here. The re- public restrooms in New York City that I've been in, my goodness, it's like uh, how many murders were happening in here? This is what you think. You're happy if it's only a rat inside. You really are. <laughs> I'm recording in a closet and my feet stank, feet stank. Recording in a closet and my feet stank, feet stank. This is what I do for you. It's Weird AF News. I thought I'd just make a song on the spot. And my feet do smell today because uh, I worked all day. Uh, and it was 106 degrees in Southern California, and I sweat like a, like a dog, sweating like a dog. Is it really hot where you are? Call me and tell me. Six four six four five zero twenty twelve. Remember the time I asked the people to call me and howl, and they did. That was pretty fun. Uh, memories, sweet, delicious memories. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. Um, I appreciate all of you. I'm having technical issues with the podcast, by the way. If you happen to listen through Google. Uh, the Google Home isn't playing the podcast in your news feed, and Google didn't even receive the podcast that I put out yesterday. So I don't know what's going on with Google, but um, I, I'm guessing technical issues. I've reached out to people, but you know, there's no phone number for Google, so what the hell do you do? Anybody work there, by the way? Um, email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of this, because people need the podcast. My audience was cut basically in half because of this. Believe it or not, which is terrible. But anyways, we're moving on. We're moving along, guys. We're pushing along. I was thinking to myself, should I even do a podcast every day this week because people on on Google can't get it? But I'm like, ah, screw it. Let's still do it. I gotta pump them out, guys. We're gonna still do it. That is dedication. You're welcome. Please join the Patreon. <laughs> That's right, Patreon.com/slash/WeirdAFNews. That's a place where you can get bonus episodes, and you can see a picture of my tattoo that I just uploaded. Yeah, who wants to see my tats? Did you know that one in five people have tattoos? Yeah, so I thought I would start posting photos of my tattoos with a link telling you what they mean. Uh, so that's pretty cool. You can only get that on the Patreon, though. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Check it out. I've asked my patrons to post photos of their tats as well. We're having, we're having some fun in there is what I'm talking about, guys. Major fun. Uh, man, I could go for a beer right now. I am hot. I'm in a closet. How are you handling the heat? I'd love to know. Tweet me, baby. Tweet me. At Funny Jones. Instagram, at Funny Jones. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I left you the phone number. You got the email. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash News. Did I already tell you to join the Patreon? I'm that... <laughs> I'm just that baked right now. That's what's going on. My goodness, it's too hot. Can you imagine being in a closet right now? It's got to be 118 degrees in here. <laughs> Help! Help a brother out!